Hey everybody, it's Clint. Long time since the podcast. Sorry, the holidays got busy. And uh, I got focused on other stuff and I just could not get back to this. So hopefully you're listening now. Love to have you back. Um, a few things before I get started in today's podcast. I got a couple of questions I want people to be able to answer if they can for me. One, what do you want to hear on this podcast? <clears throat> I've talked about depression, anxiety, worry. I've talked about ways to handle our relationships. I've talked about boundaries and codependency, boundaries and limits. Um, I have talked about my own spiritual journey and um, my thoughts about being a nun, N-O-N-E, and about being spiritual but not religious. And I'm going to continue that discussion today, but um, before I jump into that, I want to hear from you guys. So if you could comment on my podcast on Twitter or on Facebook when you see this and give me some comments or send me a message and let me know what you would like to hear. Are there topics you want to hear? Are there things that are um, gnawing at you that you want to have answers to or discussion about? Um, I, I'm going to continue my topic with none because it seems like a lot of people have identified with that and um, I have more and more people in my office that are taking spiritual journeys that uh, maybe you're taking them away from traditional quote-unquote church or even traditional Christianity and I've been there for a long long time and so today I want to talk about that a little bit more and talk about what's coming up for me and hopefully maybe you'll want to join me at some point but like I said um, I'd love to hear from you give me some com- some uh, comments um, some ideas send me a message um, you can email me at Clint Payne C-L-I-N-T-P-A-Y-N-E at Comcast.net um, you can reach me there and let me know what ideas you would like to see on this podcast or here on this podcast, I should say. Um, but today we'll get started with um, the continuation of being a nun, N-O-N-E. I'm currently reading a book. I'm actually reading two books. Um, one's called Inside the Mind of the Spiritual but Not Religious. Um, and the other one I'm reading currently is by Thomas More. It's called A Religion of One's Own. Some of you may have seen it on Facebook. I posted a picture, and I've been posting a couple of passages from it, a couple of writings he's had from it, um, because they just speak so much to where I'm at right now in my journey. Matter of fact, where I've been for a long, long, long time in my journey, it's just something I haven't put out there because I just haven't felt like the time has been right. Um, I didn't know if people would listen or hear, but the more I put out who I am, what I really feel like I am called to do, the more feedback I get that somebody is saying to me, hey, I didn't know anybody else felt that way either. Um, so it's been a really nice privilege um, to be vulnerable and to get feedback like that. So with Thomas More's book, A Religion of One Own, um, he really talks about a lot of the ways I have begun to think about my spirituality and my religion. Um, a lot of the things he talks about um, is not that I'm dropping religion or I'm dropping spirituality or that I'm even dropping Christianity. I'm going to read one passage really quick because it just kind of speaks to um, where I feel like I'm at. He writes, I describe my personal religion there in the course of this book. I draw on several sources, my years in, in the monastery, my studies of religion, my practice of psychotherapy, my ongoing study, and my ongoing writing. They are all part of my personal religion. I have moved further away from organized religion and much deeper into my own personal mode of spirituality. It may be more accurate to say that I have changed significantly in my relationship with the spiritual traditions. Today they are an essential part of my practice, though I am not active members of any of one of those traditions. The more traditions I study and borrow from, the deeper my spiritual life becomes. Strangely, my personal religion becomes more individual and the study 
as the study varies from tradition to tradition. In the past, I've restricted it to strictly Catholicism for me, Clint, it would be Christianity, and I had almost no spiritual individualism. But now I'm open to many traditions. Paradoxically, I have an intense personal experience of religion. You know, and this is me. So if I could tell you guys anywhere where I'm at, that's where I'm at, is that I have this intense spiritual feeling and, and tradition of religion inside of me and spirituality. However, I don't feel like I belong um, to any one particular thing. Um, many times I get asked where I go to church, and usually I say nowhere. Um, and it's not because, I'll make this clear, because people are hypocrites, or I don't go to church because that... Um, um, the whole what people say, well, everybody's a bunch of hypocrites there. I know we all are a bunch of hypocrites, including me. <laughs> the things I talk about and teach on here, I don't always do perfectly or right. I strive for it. You know, so my definition of hypocrite is a little bit different. The reality for me, hypocrism is that I teach these things or you try to do these things and then you, you know, or you teach to do these things and you never, ever try them at all. Um, so I believe that everybody hears these things, gets taught these things, teaches things, but gives their best attempt at them, then we just don't do them perfectly. So it's not that I don't go to church because of the hypocrisy. Um, I don't go to church at times because churches at times, especially here in the South, are places where what I just read to you it may not be welcomed. To talk about different traditions of faith, um, different traditions of religion even, um, to, to discuss how maybe Buddhism or uh, Zen or... Um, Hinduism may sound a lot like what Jesus taught or to talk, have those ideas inform your opinion about who Jesus is or was or how your spirituality can come much richer and deeper. Those are not discussions usually that can be had at church. Usually those discussions would not be welcomed. And so those are the kind of discussions I like to have with people and I like to have them within myself and within my meditation and prayer time and my reading and my writing is how do all these things fit together that there is a spiritual truth and there is a God and how do these things fit together that my psycho my psychological life is just as important as my spiritual life matter of fact I see them much the same they're very intertwined so I like that passage I just read because for me it's not only my own religion and my own history it's also my experience as a person and you guys can go back and listen to the first couple podcasts about that it's my own experience in ministry with people. It's my own experience being a psychotherapist, being a therapist. It's my own experience of my own personal psychotherapy. Um, and then it's my own musings and reading and writing and praying and meditating that has got me to this place where I have this intensely personal spirituality that honors all traditions. And the other thing he writes here is, which is where I'm at. I'm not trying to or attempting to convert anybody. Um, I'm going to read one more passage. He says, Every day I add another piece of the to this religion of my own. It is built on years of meditation, chanting, theological study, and the practice of therapy. To me, a sacred activity. But I use my own inspirations, knowledge, taste, and understanding to give shape to this religion that suits the person I am today. I am a more mature person, I hope, than the boy of 13 I became a monk when I became a monk. I need religion for a grown man, the maturity for his years. I don't want to convert anybody to my way. I don't want followers. Yes, if you want to learn more about what I have discovered, you can study with me. But my hope is that you will create a religion of your own. I would reverse the ministry, the missionary urge. Instead of converting others, I'd like to help them find their own path. 
and to me this is where I'm at today um, I don't want to convert anybody I don't want anybody to say oh well I don't I'm not gonna be um, in church anymore and I'm not gonna do these things anymore and I definitely is not where I want you to be I want anybody to be um, I want you to find a religion um, that is your own uh, and that can include Christianity and only Christianity that can include anything else you would like it to include but I want to encourage people to come and find a place where not only they find a religion of their own to me I would say a spirituality of their own that includes all their experiences all their readings all their interactions with the world their meditations their chantings their theological study um, and hopefully I would encourage everybody some process of counseling or therapy coaching to me what he wrote in there is a sacred practice is when I continue to practice um, I go at least twice a month to see my therapist. And even though nothing may be terribly wrong or terribly pressed or anxious, it's a sacred practice to me and go and figure out where I'm at and what's going on with me and why is stuff coming out of me that way and why am I feeling angry or sad or mad or why am I so intensely angry about that. And at times, churches aren't places that we can actually do that. We're not supposed to be angry or upset or sad. If we are, we just pray and forgive and that's it. And that's, there's no process to any of that. Um, some churches have a lot of process to that, and I gloriously think that's wonderful. And again, I don't want to, I'm not trying to judge or any of that. I just want to find a place where I can have these discussions with people and within myself. So that kind of leads me to where I'm at right now in my life is that come in the coming weeks, um, today is January, recording this on Saturday morning, so it's um, January the 9th, and you'll probably hear it um, somewhere the 11th or 12th. I'll put it out. Um, Somewhere here at the end of January, beginning of February, I am going to do a speaking um, engagement. And it may become a monthly thing and eventually maybe become a weekly thing where I'm going to talk more and more about these things and stop so much talking about it on the podcast and go back to, which is why I want your comments on the podcast, go back to practical living things, practical ways to find peace, practical ways to handle boundaries and limits in relationships. Um and people can come to these things again not to have followers um, not to convert people but to give those of you out there who are trying to find a place where you can have these discussions or listen to these discussions or find other people who are where you're at a place to meet and to see each other and to organize and to be together and to hear these ideas that include spiritual ideas from different religions and different traditions that include psychological ideas. That include how do I manage my anger and how did I become the person who I am and how does life impact me and how in the future am I going to make my life better. Um, that not just include just praying more and going to church on Sunday and making sure that I uh, give an offering and making sure um, I do all the right things, but an internal meditative prayerful, thoughtful, psychological deeply moving place to help you think about how do I change my life? And how does I change my life? How does that change the people around me? And what impact do I have on those people around me? Um, that's really where I'm at. And you guys can go back and listen to the last two podcast about being a nun and a spiritual but not religious, I would encourage you please to do so so that um, you could hear and see 
um, some of the things I'm talking about here because I'm not going to go into all of these things right now. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at, and I want to put that out there today. Um, so I want to hear from you about what you think about this. Um, if there's more of you out there who have not contacted me and have been, have been listening to the last three podcasts and say, yeah, that's me. I um, really feel like a nun. I love spirituality. And I love Jesus, and I love hearing these ideas. You know, I've always thought about these things this way, but I never had a place to talk about it. I've always questioned my religion, but I've never dared ask the questions of anybody or said this is what I thought. Um, hopefully, you can find that here with me, or may have major gifts to offer: wisdom and beauty. Those who who understand religion as truth. And Gretsch and Granite probably wouldn't make much of the soft benefits. For them, religion is about hard conviction and absolute correctness. But you can build a life on wisdom and beauty, cherishing insight and human experience, and glorious expressions of that insight in art and craft. The first approach may make you crusty and inflexible, but the second may make your life beautiful. This is one of the main differences in the new personal religion, going deep rather than being right. This means studying your tradition or others that attract you and following them in your own way sincerely and wholeheartedly. The point is not to join the right group, but to find the resources that will take you deep into your search and give you penetrating insights. So this is where I'm at. You know, there is a religion there at times, and it's, it can be anything Christianity, Buddhism, Hinduism, um, Islam, any other religions you want to name. That can be very, very inflexible, rigid. Um, the tenets of faith and religion are etched in stone. And they're unchangeable. And you have to believe this way. And that's the only way you can believe. And if you believe anything outside of that, there's something wrong with you. This is the part of me that, f- that fights against that. This is the part I want to share that the second part is you can live a beautiful life of wisdom because you take from all traditions and it's flexible and it's movable and it's deeply personal and it builds on a life of experience, expression of insight. This approach to life makes life beautiful because you can build your life on wisdom and beauty. You can cherish the insight. You can cherish your experiences. You don't have to be right. I'm not worried about being right. I'm worrying about going deep and how I'm going to change my life and how I'm going to change those lives around me through taking care of myself, hopefully in a much better and different way. This is what I'm hoping. This is what I'm praying for. It's what I'm meditating on. I had somebody ask me one time, so when they talk about me going to church, hey, so where do you go worship? And I said, nowhere. So when they said, well, then where do you worship or how do you get worship? And I worship every day, every day and every way and every moment I can. Being present that moment, I can worship. I worship by recognizing when I get angry and upset and how I need to take care of myself. I worship by looking at the beauty outside. Yes, by singing songs and praises and praying and asking for things. But sometimes I worship because I sit and I cry and I'm worshiping and I'm I'm having a spiritual journey when I sit in my therapist's office and I'm having to question myself about why am I hurting or sad or where have I broken boundaries or limits or where is my anger and frustration coming from? All those things, to me, is a life that is lived in beauty. 
So that's what's coming up soon. I hope you uh, join me. I will announce that hopefully in the next week or so, in the next podcast and on Facebook and on Twitter, and um, hopefully have some handouts about it. Uh, The other thing I want to comment on today is I still have my devotional book there. If you didn't come for my book signing, maybe at the end of the month I'll have another book signing at the Cabin Fever Roasters. Or if you want a book, I still have them. You can email me again at clintpain at comcast.net, and I can ship one out to you signed. Um, you can pay that through PayPal, or I can send you an invoice for that, um, or I can meet you to pick one up if you live close to me. Um, so I'd love to have you buy one of those, or you can pick it up on Amazon. It's called Becoming a Person of Grace. It's actually why I wrote it. The whole podcast here is why I wrote that book two years ago, was that I thought the people of the church had stopped being the church. We had stopped being people of grace. What I just read, we just been we become people who have etched things in stone, and it has to be this way, and if you're not this way, then... There's something wrong with you. We had lost our grace and our mercy and our love, the life of beauty that was flexible and moldable and took from experience and listened to other people and and had insights into those things. That's why I wrote the book. Hopefully the people that are writing it right now, hopefully it's touching your life. If it is, please give some feedback and comments about that. I would really appreciate that too. Um, it's my calling. So have a great day. Um, Appreciate you sitting through my musings. Hopefully, I've made you think a little bit as I've kind of rambled on here today. Um, but hopefully, I'll hear from you soon on comments and questions. And until then, namaste.